the most profound spiritual teachers of all time say the same thing in different ways. Quiet the mind and listen within. Over the last 10 years of my life, I've been asking the same question. Can it really be that simple? This vlogcast is about my journey to the answer. I'm Kayla Crisiglia, and you're listening to Intuition Academy. Hello, and welcome to episode 36 of Intuition Academy. Today, I wanted to hop on and not get the second episode for the week out of the way, but I felt like really inspired to hop on again right away and sort of give some updates about what's been happening in my life, how I've been flowing, and where I feel like I'm heading next. So I was looking back at my recordings and I was sort of like blown away with how much time has passed between when I was consistently recording versus now. Um, Like how much time has passed between then and now. It was like sort of blowing my mind. I can't believe I'm at episode 36, first and foremost, almost a year after beginning recording, but I also can't believe that I have that many episodes after taking, like, the amount of breaks that I have. And those breaks for me don't feel, like, very long. Like, it it feels like just yesterday when I was consistently recording episodes, but I looked back and it was more like January, and it's now May, almost June so crazy. So I know that I came back in March, I believe, and shared a little bit about what was going on in my life. And I honestly don't remember what I recorded and I don't think it matters. (laughs) I'm just going to go off of where I am now. And if I've repeated myself since March, I apologize. So I experienced what I would refer to as a quantum leap back in February and March. And what I would categorize as a quantum leap is where you shed something really big and start taking really, really, really intense action and start seeing a lot of results, like all compounding really quickly. So at that point in time, like around February or March, I was like going inward in a way that I hadn't in a while. Like I was allowing myself to just be me without needing anything from anybody else. I was just sort of tapping in in a way that I hadn't before into what I really want and allowing myself to be there with the want of it all. And so one of the big things that happened um, was I started to release these sessions called the reintegration technique sessions and I I feel like the the biggest thing that happened for me here within my business was I had a breakthrough around money and around the amount of money that I should or shouldn't be charging for my services and it, the breakthrough came through from a one of these um, a coach who her name is Stacy Bayman, and she has a program called 2K for 2K. I was in the process of like going through a little marketing course type of thing that she was releasing, and she said something to me 
that like smacked me right in the face and I was like, okay, I don't need anything else from you. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Stacey Bateman. That was the only thing I needed. And then I didn't need anything else that she was talking about. And basically what she said was charge at your layer of belief. And what she meant by that was like so many people out there are trying to charge their worth, which at the end of the day is fucking priceless, right? Totally priceless. Like the amount of money that we charge for our services should not be priced at our worth or how much the process that we're putting, taking people through is worth. Because truly, if we're looking at it from the inner voice perspective, which Stacy doesn't preach, but this is the way I took it at least, if we're looking at it from the inner voice perspective, the inner voice, the inner voice sees all this stuff as priceless. Like there is no amount of money, like a thousand dollars a session, a dollar a session, like it, it doesn't matter. Like there will never be enough money that you can charge for your services. So instead of going off of something like that and trying to like hammer away at trying to to fulfill a new belief system and like create a new belief system instead she was saying just focus on like your level of belief like if you were to ask yourself what would be the simplest number like that I could charge right now for my services and it would feel like a stupid yes to me like why wouldn't you say yes to this that changes the entire way that your energy is being projected out into the world about your services it makes it easier to sell it makes it easier for people to sign it makes it easier for consult calls like it it just makes the entire process easier and she was like and I just always wanted to get to this point in my life where I wasn't like making life harder than it needed to be by having to like overcome limiting beliefs like instead I would just start where my belief lies and then as you know, like, as I start seeing results with that dollar amount, with whatever that thing is, with my level of belief, then I can start, like, slowly and incrementally working my way up from there, going off of the proof that I, obviously, I can do this. It's just that I wasn't selling at my level of belief before. So I looked at my prices, which at the time I was charging $6,000 for six months of work with me, the Intuition Academy package that I sell and that you've probably all heard about at this point, I was charging $6,000 for six months, which I did sell. Like I sold that a couple of times, but it was nothing in compared to like the amount of spots that I've sold since I lowered my price. So this was like really, really difficult. And again, I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself, but this was hard for me to do because what does everyone say like oh like if you're not charging like at least this much for every session then like you're just people aren't even going to want to buy from you because people want to buy expensive things and yada yada I had so many beliefs but I was like you know what no I'm really going to take this to heart I'm really going to try this so I had to sit down and look at my prices and say okay I think from from my inner voices perspective from my perspective the program the package the one-on-one six-month package the intuition academy package is valued in my mind at six thousand dollars like that is six thousand dollars worth of information that you will be receiving by investing in it and I was like but I don't believe that people are going to want to buy it at that price point that was just the way that I'm feeling it was hard to be honest with myself about that because I really, like, my mind really wanted to argue, but, like, that's the value, that's the value, that's the value. It's okay. It's okay, mind. (laughs) 
So what I did was I sat and I started chipping away like, okay, what if I charged $3,000 for six months? And I was still like, no, that doesn't feel like enough. And so I, I started going down to like how much each session cost. And I was like, okay, do I think that I could charge $100 for each session? No. Do I think that I could charge 90 80 And the number that I settled at was $40 a session. That was my level of belief that I could sell my program for um, this six-month package. And I was like, okay. I was like, that was really hard. But honestly, that feels like a freaking steal to me. Like if somebody were selling this package, this exact package, to me right now and said it was $40 a session, which is only $160 a month, I was like, I would absolutely buy that. Like without question, I would feel like I could make it work. And yeah, that was my level of belief. That was where I was. That was what felt comfortable and easy for me to sell. The same day that I allowed myself to do that, I sold my first package in like, months months and after that like first of all that was like a huge huge win for me being able to sell just to one person I then offered it to one of the women who did pay six thousand for my initial price range I went in I was terrified (laughs) of being like, I know you paid $6,000 for this, but I dropped my price down to 960 I was afraid she was going to hate me. And I'm sure she's actually listening to this podcast right now. She for sure does not hate me. But that was my fear at the time. And so I went in and I let her know that if she wanted another six months for free, um, that she could go through like the Intuition Academy package with me for free without needing to be, like without me charging her anything else for it. And she like uh, enthusiastically said yes and also said that she still values that program at six thousand dollars and so she counted that as manifesting six thousand dollars which still makes me feel all warm and fuzzy inside when i remember that um so i sold two quote-unquote sold two packages within like a 24-hour period right away right when I solidified that belief and I was like wow like this works this is fucking working and after that I just sort of started like sitting with inspiration like really letting inspiration come to me without needing to force anything I was focusing on my two clients I was focusing on just like being creative I was working a lot because I was working um I think at this time I was still nannying part-time I was at the doggy daycare part-time and I was also coaching multiple clients and I had my own coaching relationship um, as well and like that was a lot at the time like I just there's so much going on at all times not to mention my own relationship that I was you know and staying social and all these things and then one day I had the inspiration to start selling these one-off sessions the reintegration technique sessions And again, I wanted to sell at my level of belief. And so I sold them as an experiment because I I hadn't really experimented with them before. It was just a breakthrough moment that I had had while experiencing something like this, a session like this on myself. And I was like, I'm going to just post in this community that I am very familiar with and that a lot of like inner voice people 
are very active in that group, I'm going to just post in that group and say, if you're interested, it's $11. I wanted to call in like four or five people, I think. I ended up getting 12 people signing up for that, for those sessions, which was amazing. And from those 12 people, I did all of those throughout March and February into April. Um, And after that, first of all, I made like a network of really amazing friends, like the people that I met in there. um, I'm still in contact with a lot of them, and some of them have become what I would consider my best friends. And I talk to them almost every single day. What also came out of that was... I think seven new clients. It was it was uh, to say the least like a quantum leap. Um I went from like my level of belief like suddenly believing in the package that I was selling. I was like I 100% have confidence in what I'm selling and I think it's amazing like I would buy it and I feel like if people are wanting to learn how to flow, if people are wanting to learn how to process emotion, if people are wanting to you know, like have a deeper connection with their inner voice and like get to a place where their mind trusts the inner voice in a deeper way. I'm like, it just feels like a very easy yes to me. Once I got to that place within myself, it just became so stupid simple to sell these, to sell the package, like for people to want to buy the package and to work with me. And generally what's been happening is people are a hell yes before they even get on the consult with me and so it doesn't feel like I'm selling them anything they're just like yeah I just automatically knew like when you were speaking about it that that was for me um and so I have like my cork board that I have sitting above my desk my work desk and I have on the sticky notes above my cork board I have like all the different all the clients that have signed with me now um And it's just like such a fun reminder to sit and look up at all of those names and be like, wow, like these, this amount of people are invested in working with me. And I've been working with a lot of them for um, four to three, three to four months now. Some of them are like just signing on right now. Um, and then some of them haven't started yet. I've got someone starting in June, someone's brand new, just signed last week. And then the rest of them are all about like four, like three or four months into Intuition Academy now. And, um, it's like really incredible because I think sometimes I still end up with a little bit of imposter syndrome. Like I get on the calls and I'm like, God, like, why are all these people listening to me? Like, do I really have anything important to say? But then I hop on the calls and everybody is so excited. Everybody is so ready. And to say that they're soul aligned clients would be an understatement. Like these are people who generally, who genuinely want to be here doing the work, which if you've experienced, if you're a coach listening to this and you've experienced a client who's sort of like on the fence the entire time you're working with them, like that fucking sucks. It's never fun to work with someone who it feels like you have to convince to learn. And the way that my level of belief became around like my package, it it just opened the doorway to the people who really, really are desiring what I'm offering. Um, 
and that's just one small thing that's happened like that's not a small thing but like that's just one of the things that have happened uh, since I hit my goal number with clients I raised my prices by double so instead of $40 a session now it's 80 and 320 a month which to me still feels like a ridiculous steal um, and I've sold one package at that I just raised the prices like earlier this week and I currently have three spots available if anybody is interested in working one-on-one with me and going through the six-month Intuition Academy package. Like I said, it's just really focused on learning how to incorporate flow into your everyday life, processing emotions, and communing with the inner voice in a way that that makes the mind feel comfortable and taking steps, excuse me, in the direction of like enlightened desires, as I call them, and I would call enlightened desires just like inner voice desires. The things that are are being smothered, we'll say, by the mind's fear. Finding a way to like release that tension and the energy that's pushing those desires down and allowing those desires to come to light and to actually be things that we're allowing ourselves to want in life. And you know, that is a process of six months that we'd be doing that work together. So if that feels like an inner voice yes to you. Um, feel free to reach out to me at my uh, email address, Kayla M. Corsiglia at gmail.com. And I will also have my email address in the description box, like the show notes of the this podcast episode. So on top of that, I also started a three-month mastermind with six women. Again, I I released this pod this uh this mastermind. Um, to all of these women at a very discounted rate. It's only $300 for three months. Like, that's fucking insane Uh, with the amount of information that they're getting. And, like, again, like, they're all so amazing. They're so supportive. Um, I've never done a group program before. And so hopping on the calls is a little bit nerve-wracking for me. But um, we're we're having the third call um, that we've had at the end of this week, so on Friday. And... uh, yeah, we'll still be going until I think August, um, which is really, really exciting. Like I am so lit up by that group and I already have like thoughts and pieces that I'm putting together around, um, around a second round of the mastermind coming up. So, uh, if you're interested in that at all, feel free to reach out to me as well, even though that won't be probably until fall, but that's okay. Um, The other thing that's happened that's been flowing in the last few months is I, and this is probably like the most exciting thing out of all of them, which I, I don't know, it, it doesn't matter. To me, it feels like the most exciting thing. My top, one of my top mentors, Jen Navarro, if you're not interested or if you're not like involved with her at all, like she's just a really amazing coach who focuses on energetics um, and manifestation. She has a really amazing program that she called Fame, and she has this like deep desire to coach, um, I think she said in round two of Fame, 30 or so women um, to become micro-famous. Like that was a desire that came through to her while she was doing inner voice work. Excuse me. And she was the 
the lead coach along with Lauren Ciesco in the Quantum Leap Mastermind that I was in last summer. So um, Jen Navarro and Lauren Ciesco, first of all, are like two of the most amazing women in the world. Like I'm, I feel honored to be acquainted with them, let alone to call them my friends. Like I feel honored that I can confidently call them both my friends. Like I know that if I were to pick up the phone and call either of them, that they would be there for me, which is like kind of mind blowing to me. Um, and like the day that Jen Navarro gave me her phone number, I feel like I wanted to, you know how like sometimes you have those moments where like something crazy happens, you just like want to throw the thing, like you want to yeet the thing that you have in your hand. Like I just want to be like, give me, give me your number, like yeet, <laughs> like throw my phone. <laughs> uh, so anyway, the exciting thing is that Jen Navarro, um, reached out to me after I had reached out to her months ago, like back in probably November or December of last year. And I said to her, like, first of all, Jen, I know that your like coaching packages are really expensive, but I am going to work with you and I don't know how I'm going to do it because I definitely am not making that amount of money right now. Um, and that's okay because I just want this so badly that I'm going to let myself do that. Like I'm going to let myself want this. And one day, like I'm coming for you. And so, um, I reached out to her at one point and I was like, you know, I just, I know that you are coming out with round three of fame soon and that you are also one-on-one coaching plenty of people. And like, if you ever feel like you need, any assistance with anything, like, please reach out to me. I I don't care if you pay me. I don't care if I do it for free. Like, I just want to be in your atmosphere. Like, that is what I'm desiring. Um, Do with that what you will, no pressure. And she was like, okay, I'll reach out to you when I need you. And like, that was that. We're done. And we moved on. And I was like, holy shit. And I was like shitting myself and talking to Carver about it. And I was just like, I don't know how this is real life right now. She said yes. Even though she didn't say yes right now, she still said yes. That was back in November, December. Around the end of March, she reached out to me and she was like, Kayla, it's time. (laughs) And I was like, holy shit, this is not real life. Because so many things were already happening, like the the mastermind was coming to fruition. I had created this new technique. I had like almost 10 one-on-one clients who had all signed up with me and a bunch of people who were just interested in talking to me. And there's just so much happening. Um, and, and I was like, and on top of that, Jen Navarro is reaching out to me and saying that she needs my help with something. So long story short, with Jen, what she offered me was better than I could have ever imagined. She has taken me on as her apprentice, we have named it. And so I am coaching one-on-one with her. She does, I just basically get to pick up my phone and call her whenever I want, which is, uh, again, mind-blowing. And I, she offered to do it all for free, which like, I'm just trying to process the emotions that I'm feeling like while I'm sharing this right now because I feel like, like, I think what's coming up right now for me is a little bit of shame and guilt. Like, first of all, Jen Navarro is a high ticket coach. It 
costs a lot of money to work with her because she has very valuable information to give to the world and to people generally. And so I think one of the things I've been trying to process and some of the reasons why I haven't been wanting to show up anywhere is because I don't understand why me? Like, why me? That's how it feels. Every time I get on the call with her, I want to be like, Jen, why me? I don't understand. And I think I have said that multiple times. I'm just like, why though? Like, why are you doing this for me? And she's just like, Kayla, I think that there are some people in this world who need to pay for things in order to get results. And she's like, and I think that what you need is to recognize that you can have whatever you want and that sometimes that isn't going to involve money. Like it's, it, it, I think that you need to learn how to receive. And I feel like that is the most beautiful gift that anyone could ever give me. Like the permission to receive something like this feels like overwhelming to me. And I've even been like, okay, well, eventually one day she's going to charge me money, right? Like, she's just going to be like, okay, you're done. Like, you owe me (laughs) $20,000 or something crazy, you know? And I think I even asked her at one point, I was like, so how many sessions does this come with? And she was just like, there is no number. What are you talking about? And she was just like, there's no, like, end time. Like, I'm not attached to, like, when this ends. Um, So anyway... Like, I think that I feel like a little bit of guilt and shame coming up around this because I know how big this is, like how, what she's actually giving me, you know? And I think that there's a part of me that feels like people will not, well, they'll, they'll, they'll dislike me because of what I manifested, which is like the most craziest opportunity I could have ever thought. It'd be like, if, if any of you are lively listeners, it'd be like just lively calling you up and being like, all right, I'm going to give you coaching for free, one-on-one. Let's go. Here's my phone number. Whenever you need me, just set up a call. Be like, wait a minute. But like, there's, so like three, like three free sessions or something? No. Like as many as you want, really. I think that we'll both intuitively know when it's done. It's just... <sighs> It is uh, still overwhelming for me to think about. And if I'm honest, it's been, I think, three months. Um, Maybe two months since we made this agreement. And I still haven't been able to fully allow myself to receive what she offered me. Like, yes, I set up coaching calls every once in a while and we hop on a call. But I've been feeling the desire to ask for more which feels crazy to me, Um, but like not more in like the sense that I feel like I'm going to be asking for too much, but like I think that I'm realizing what she's trying to get out of me and I haven't been ready to do it yet. Like I think that I have the freedom to pick up my phone and literally call her and be like, this is what's going on right now, Jen, and that she would listen and that she wouldn't be like, why are you calling me? Like, you have to set up a call. Like, I'm your coach. Like, this is totally unprofessional. Like, it's just so, 
interesting and like I said still processing a lot and I have been processing a lot like one of the things that's happened a lot because like I said this is a lot of shit that's come up and this isn't even all of it guys like this is just like all the new one-on-one clients the mastermind the apprenticeship with Jen Navarro now along with creating the reintegration technique making all of these new friends on top of that I'm now like my significant other is moving into my house with me that is something that developed in the last few days and I also have like I've had the inspiration for two really amazing things one is creating well actually three really amazing things that will all come to fruition or they won't who knows right but this is the inspiration I've had one is to start actually taking steps into making Intuition Academy the package, a course that people can buy. Um, And it'll be more of like a group program instead of, uh, or like a course, something like that. I'm not entirely sure on the specifics yet, but it'll basically be all the things that I'm teaching my one-on-one clients, but in like a video format where I'll record myself teaching the lessons and doing the activities that I do with my clients and you'll be able to just buy it as a course instead of having to sign up and do one-on-one with me. Um, That's one of the ideas. The other idea is something that I don't want to share yet entirely, but it's an idea and I would be co-creating with two really, really amazing coaches. Again, feels like uh, access frequency as Jen calls it like you just realize that you have access to things like you you step into the frequency of access and I'm finding that like things that I didn't realize were accessible to me because I didn't feel worthy of them are suddenly feeling accessible to me and so realizing that I have access to these two coaches who are willing to co-create with me to to create something with me that we can all create um and then sell together like mind-blowing um which as that comes to fruition more I don't want to share about it yet but that's in the works I'm literally staring at like the notes that I've taken about it and that the inner voice has given to me about it which is amazing that's something else that's come through to me and the other thing is just a desire that I have that hasn't even completed yet so this is the cool thing about inner voice work especially when you're like when you're stepping into the desire to create inspiration tends to come in bits and pieces it never comes as like one whole chunk sometimes it is like a full download but a lot of times what i experience is like one piece at a time and this was something that came to me just yesterday because i was listening to jess lively's latest podcast episode and i was also listening to jen navarro and lauren ciesco um like they did an interview with Jess on their podcast called Spiritual Boss Shit. It was like our conversation with Jess Lively was the podcast episode name. Um, And I was listening to that and Jess's own podcast episode all yesterday. And I realized that I have a desire to connect on some level with Jess Lively. And that feels like a really, um, again, I feel like my mind judges myself. It judges me. It judges the desires that come up and even wanting to share them on like a platform like this. It's just like, why are you talking about this right now? Like, keep your desires to yourself, lady. But I feel like it's important for people who are listening and who are doing the inner voice work to understand the way that this stuff works. Like, as of right now, I got a tiny bit of a desire 
from the inner voice, like a real desire. And I know it's a real desire because my mind is terrified of it. (laughs) And it's just like, yeah, good luck with that one, bitch, you know? And like, it's just to connect with Jess Lively somehow. I don't know what that means. I don't know if that means I want to be her friend. I don't know if that means that I want to collaborate with her. I don't know if that means that like this, that, or the other thing. Um, It's just in some way I want Jess Lively in my bubble. I want her in my bubble. I don't just want to be someone who teaches, who like buys her courses. Obviously, I still want to buy her courses, but I don't want to just be somebody on the outside looking in. I want to be on the in. I want to be on the inside. And that is a really, really, really hard thing for me to admit on a public platform like this. Um, Not to say that Jess Lively would ever listen to my podcast, but like a lot of people who might know her already or who um, are listeners themselves, like, I don't know, the stories that are coming up in my head right now are like, people are going to be like, who the fuck do you think you are? (laughs) Like, who do you think you are? Woman? Saying you want to be friends with Jess Lively or whatever you want from Jess Lively. You didn't even know. You didn't even know. Sharing with us half desires. But like, this is, this is the work, right? Like, this is the way that it all gets to look. Like, you just get these small little bits and pieces. And when I dip into the inner voice about it, it's just like, you, it doesn't need to be the entire picture yet. You don't need every piece of the puzzle right now. All you need is what you were given. And this is what you were given. Let the desire blossom from here. And so that's what I'm doing. Like, the course, the... I don't know, intensive mini course, whatever this other desire that I have with the other two coaches and this thing with Jess Lively, like they are all just the beginning of a desire. And this is exactly how Intuition Academy, the package came to me. It came to me as a desire and it took six months for that to come to fruition. And then the same thing with working with Jen Navarro. I have written in my journal a year ago, almost, I think it was August of 2021, when I wrote in my journal, an exercise I do is called the dream after the dream. I was writing out the dream. I was like, my dream scenario is that I work one-on-one with Jen Navarro. That's it. Simple. And the, I, and then I will project forward. I'm like, okay, so now that I have that one-on-one relationship with Jen, like Jen is my coach. Like, so what would I want after that? Obviously I'm going to want more. We always want more. We're always expanding. And so in that moment, I was like, okay, I have the one-on-one. I'm paying her for coaching. Now what do I want? And I was like, I want to collaborate with her. Um, I want for her to be my friend. I want to be her equal. Like those were all the things that I was was writing out. And it's almost like I quantum leapt, sorry, I quantum leapt from the initial desire to the bigger desire. You know what I mean? Like, I never had to pay her for one-on-one coaching. She just handed it all to me. <laughs> and I just, it's, uh, it's like I immediately became her equal. Instead of, like, um, instead of me having to work my way up there, like, climb the ladder, you know, it's like, uh, instead I just got thrown right up to the penthouse. And... Like, that was because I started out with a small desire. That took, again, about six months to come to fruition. Um, And the other thing was the mastermind. I've wanted 
to have an inner voice led mastermind, which is what this is. Like it's all supposed to be based in inner voice work um, and how to create money and business opportunities, like create your own, like your own creative, uh, what's the word? Um, It doesn't matter. Your own creative, like create something new from the inner voice perspective. Basically, like it's just supposed to be unique. That was a desire as well that I had since I was in the Quantum Leap Mastermind, ever since the two main coaches, Lauren and Jen, left because all of the women in the group sort of went back to who they'd been before we were in the mastermind, which is fine. I still, I love them all so deeply, but I wanted like inner voice community. That's what I was craving. I didn't want like the, the talk about what other coaches are doing and how they're like, uh, pricing and everything was going. Like I wanted to just talk inner voice. Like I was like, I, that's how I'm living my life. Like I'm living through the inner voice guidance. I want to, commune and be in a community with people who are doing the same thing I'm doing and that's what I wanted to create I was like maybe one day I'll have a mastermind who knows and it was around the same time as I was doing the reintegration technique sessions that the inspiration came to me from one of the women who is now one of my clients like she I had brought up the idea I was like yeah like one day I think that I'll have my own mastermind and she private messaged me and was just like so uh by the way like if that ever happens give me a call because I'm I'm in like, I'm totally in. And I was just like, yeah, like, why don't I just do it? Why don't I just do it? Instead of being like, one day I'll do it, you know? So all of those things started out as these small increment desires, like just little pieces of the puzzle. And slowly over time, the way that all of them were going to come to fruition just started to come into my experience or they just happened without me needing to do anything and that's what I'm seeing all of my desires as right now and I'm like the only work that I have to do at this point is allowing myself to want them and allowing myself to process any of the resistance and the sensations that come up in like in retort of them Like, if anything is coming up in my system that's saying, I can't have that, I can't have that, I can't have that, that's the work that I have to do to process and then allow myself to going back to just desiring it and letting myself want it and feeling worthy of it and not making excuses for why that'll never happen. And I'm sure in a few months' time, I will come back with the result of the things that I'm trying to create. Um, and or having thrown out some of them because I know that that's a big thing too. It's like, yeah, I could sit here and say these are the things that I want, but things change over time. And I'm sure um, some of the things that I want right now won't happen. And that's okay because I really truly trust that the things that come into my experience are meant for me and are meant to serve my highest good and the things that don't wouldn't have served my highest good. Um, that is like an agreement I have made with the universe, you could call it. So that is pretty much like the long-winded update to what's been going on in my everyday life over the last few months and why I've been quiet. Honestly, a lot of it had to do with processing a lot of stuff that was coming up for me 
And a lot of it had to do with like allowing myself to be in the moment and realizing that I didn't want to record. Like I didn't want to record any of it. I didn't want to come on. I didn't want to talk about the things that were happening to me. A lot of like really personal things were happening to me at this time too, um, outside of my business. And, uh, and I just kind of wanted to do it by myself. Like I didn't want to feel like I was on blast, you know, that other people could be involved some way. And that doesn't mean that I want to hide aspects of myself from any of you because I don't. Um, it's just that while I was experiencing all of it, I just wanted to experience all of it. And I didn't feel like it was necessary to record the process. So that was another big aspect of it. And then the last aspect of it was really because I was busy. I was really busy. And also, I think that along with this being a large period of creation for me in my life, where like this huge monsoon of things were being created all at the same time, um, I was also hit with like a wave of exhaustion afterwards. It was like fruit. It was like fruiting season. Like if I were a tree, like I was producing all the fruit and all the fruit was like, was coming and was, it was becoming ripe at the same exact time. And all the fruit was falling from the tree. It was all being picked off. And then it was like, I was left bare and with nothing, (laughs) no capacity to do anything other than the things that I'd already committed to doing, like showing up for my one-on-one clients who were also amazing for me through that process, through that time period, because there were days where I was like, listen, like I don't have the capacity to put on cute clothes. I don't have the capacity to do my makeup, to take a shower. I don't have the capacity to even get on the call today. And the responses that I always got from them, which again, solo line clients was always, you do what you need to do. There were times where I would hop on the calls with some of my clients with one or two of them, like exhausted, like barely could keep my eyes open, exhausted because I just worked a 10 hour day at the doggy daycare. And I had also gotten on a 6am call that morning. And then I also had to get on a call with them and I hadn't eaten all day and I hadn't slept well. And I was just like beaten down, like exhausted. And I'd still hop on these calls. And one of my favorite things that any of my clients has ever said to me, I remember I was sitting there and I was like, babe, I was like, listen, I was like, I just want to show up for you as well as I possibly can. And right now, I feel like I'm going to fall asleep while you're talking to me. And that's not the way that I want to show up for you. So let's just reschedule for another day. And I was like, and if I'm honest with you, I'm afraid that you're going to like, like you're going to judge what I'm doing right now. I was like, I'm not afraid that you're going to like go out into the world and say like, oh, Kayla's just like, not fulfilling her expectations and she's you know like I'm paying her for these services and she can't even show up for me like it's bullshit I'm like I don't think you're gonna do that and she was like no she's like in fact I would probably go out to the world and say like you know Kayla's so absolutely amazing and in touch with herself that she even says the wisest shit I've ever heard even when she's so exhausted that she can barely keep her eyes open and like I got off that call (laughs) like 15 minutes later and like sobbed because <laughs> that was like the highest most beautiful compliment that I ever could have imagined somebody especially an elder like she's older than I am somebody saying that to me like 
really, really put things into perspective for me. I was just like, okay, like I'm, I'm where I'm supposed to be right now. You know, like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. It was just a very, very beautiful, reassuring moment. And like all of that, like just so exhausted all the time. And I feel like now, because I finally allowed myself to rest, I feel like now I'm finally coming out of it and I'm feeling like the next fruiting season coming in. Like it feels like right at the moment where like the fruit is starting to show and it's not ripe by any means, but it's coming in. That's where I feel like I'm at right now. And um, fruiting season coming soon. (laughs) Who knows what that'll look like, right? Um, so that's sort of how things have looked over the last few months for me. And right now, like I said, it feels like I'm coming into a new season of creation and it feels big. Um, I don't know how to describe this if you haven't experienced it before, but I keep having this recurring thought recently, which is I'm ready And it makes me think a lot about, if you're familiar with Jess Lively's podcast, The Lively Show, she talked at one point about how she felt like the inner voice awareness was letting her know that they were coming. And like, that was the experience that she was going to be living fully from. And she just kept hearing for like a two weeks at a a time, like two weeks straight, like we're coming, we're coming, we're coming, we're coming, we're coming. And that's all she was hearing. And she was just like, oh my God, interesting. And like, she thought it was going to be this big profound thing when they actually like totally integrated into her, but it was like nothing. And, um, that's sort of what these thoughts feel like. They feel like I'm ready. Like I'm just ready. And last night I felt myself sitting on my bed and um, having a moment of realization, like the things that I'm desiring more and more feel completely attainable to me. They feel real, like, like that is going to be my reality. And if you're new to inner voice work, I don't want to turn you off to the idea, but the process can be really heavy. It makes me think back to when I first started doing inner voice work, like really, really investing in it. Every single day I was tapping into the inner voice and I was trying to take like really, really uh, intense inner voice steps every day, like testing the waters and testing the waters and building up trust with my own inner voice with, with my mind. And like, I started having these dreams which I've been talking a lot about lately because it feels like I'm in a really similar place in my life right now, like a new phase moving into, I started having these nightmares where I would wake up um, having this terrifying nightmare where it felt like in the dream something was being ripped away from me or like an aspect of like uh, someone really important in my life was being torn away from me. And I was having um, a coaching call back then with the amazing Annie Francoeur, who channels the collective on The Lively Show and also hosts the COCO, um, the collective collective that Jess runs. And she's a really amazing woman. I love Annie Francoeur so much. Um, Her coaching, like, really genuinely helped me move into a profound space in my life. Um, But during one of the coaching calls with her, she was like, I was expressing to her about these dreams and I was like, I think I'm holding like old trauma in my body or something. And she was just like, I don't think that you're holding old trauma in your body. She was just like, I think that your mind is mourning the aspects of yourself that you're shedding, like the identity of Kayla. 
is is being let go of like you're let going you're letting go of her let going you're letting go of those aspects of yourself and it feels like you are losing yourself like the parts of you that have always been a part of you that have always been a part of your identity are dying and I was like holy shit and like as soon as she told me that the dream stopped and they have never happened since then and those aspects of myself have never come back like those are aspects of myself that are no longer a part of my identity they're gone they died and they're never coming back again (laughs) and so I was sitting having a really similar realization in my bed last night like sitting and crying because I was realizing that I was shedding and that I'm in the process right now of shedding aspects of my identity that I've been attached to for a really long time and I'm not even entirely sure right now what those aspects are but I can feel them going and it feels like the internal like me on the inside is changing like on the outside it's not going to look very much different to anybody like I I remember talking to someone who I've known for a long time a few days ago and he was just like you know honestly I don't really feel like you've changed all that much like since we met back when I think I was 22 and I met him and he was just like I don't feel like you've really changed like you're pretty much just the same person that you've always been And I, like, got really offended at first. I was like, how dare you? (laughs) Like, in my mind, at least. I was like, how dare him think that I haven't changed? I have changed so much. Like, am I really still the person I was back then? Like, I was so different. I was so insecure. I was so, like, anxious and depressed. And I was manic, like, fucking insane back then. And, and, like, I, I sat and I had the realization. I was just like, wait, 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 wait. Like, he can't see the parts of me that have changed that's the reason why he doesn't think that I've changed because he can't see or feel what I feel on the inside the inner aspect of myself is completely different than back then just meaning that like the mind's projections and the mind's fears and the anxiety that I felt in my body like all of those things are gone none of those things happen anymore like i don't feel anxiety the same way that i did my mind doesn't interject the way that it used to it rarely interjects at all anymore if i'm honest like it's just the inner aspect of myself is so different now and i'm never really ruminating on the past thinking about how things used to be and i'm never like projecting all that much into the future or worrying about it And that's all I was doing back then. I was just constantly living in this illusion state of like projecting into the future or like being taken back to the past. And, um, and today it's like, I'm, I'm just generally in the present or noticing that I'm not when I'm not and pulling myself back easily. And so I was having this realization in my bed last night that like, I'm experiencing the same thing that I was experiencing back then, except for I feel it now. Back then, I didn't really realize what was happening to me. That was back in like 2018 or something, I think. But now in 2022, I'm like, okay, I can feel like myself. Like that's what, when I'm, when I feel those recurring thoughts, like I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. It feels like it's because I'm ready to let those parts of myself go feels like I'm ready to let those parts of myself go and to and to see who I really am 
underneath those things, underneath the identity that I've picked up along this lifetime. And that's really what this work is about, right? Like the work is about shedding the illusions about ourselves. Like the things that I'm afraid of aren't real. The things that I'm telling myself that I can't do, like those are illusions. They're not real. And when I can let them go, when I can let myself just desire what I desire, like that is real. That is, des- that is real. Desire is real. And all the things that the mind says after that about why the things that we desire aren't okay, they're not safe to have, we'll never have them, the mind's projections into the future based on our desires are illusions. And like, what do I mean about projections into the future? It just means like the mind is saying, I can't have it because it's imagining a future. Like it's imagining me doing something to create the desire and then witnessing in its perspective, the failure that I would experience by trying to walk in that direction. It sees like all the ways in which it could go wrong. And that's all an illusion. None of that is actually happening. We're not actually traveling to the future. They're just images that our mind is creating it's not real. Like, the person that I'm even seeing experiencing the failure in that image isn't me. It's not real. The desire that I feel in the moment is the only real thing. Like, that is the realness. And the mind, you know, sweet, sweet mind, just wants to protect us from what could potentially happen if we let ourselves walk in that direction. But because I have the inner voice, I know that even if I don't get the things that I deeply desire, that doesn't mean that I've failed. Like, that doesn't mean that anything has gone wrong. That just means that for whatever reason, it wasn't going to serve my highest good in this very moment. And so I was sitting crying in my bed about that last night, thinking like, okay, like I'm ready and I feel like I'm ready. I'm ready to step into the person that I've been wanting to be. And maybe that's, you know, stepping into this micro-famous sort of role that I feel like Jen sees me as, like she sees me as that, that person who can step into that when I actually allow myself to desire it. Um, Or maybe that means like, I'm ready for something else. I don't know. I don't know exactly what I'm saying I'm ready for, but whatever it is, I'm ready. I think it's just my desires. Like I'm ready to allow my desires to come into my life in an easy way. Like one of the things I was listening to Jess Lively say when she was being interviewed by Jen and Lauren was that like she had this um, opportunity to do like a conference or something. Maybe she was talking about like doing the Lively show live in the live studio back then when she thought she was going to have like a talk show (laughs) and she did the live inner voicing with people on stage. Um, If you haven't watched those, you should go watch them on YouTube. Really amazing. Anyway, um, like she was talking about how she really like wanted it to be an easy experience when she was doing the conference. Maybe it was not the lively in person. Maybe it was just a conference. She was like, I just want it to be easy. Like if this is something I'm going to do, she was like wagging her finger at the universe. Like, listen to me, universe. Like I'm going to do this, but if it even gets a little bit difficult, I'm fucking out. Like I'm done. I'm not doing it. So do without what you will universe. 
you know, and she was just, like, literally between sets, like, I'd be able to, like, go get my slippers on and, like, have, and just, like, relax, and I was getting, like, a perfect night's sleep every night and yada, 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 and all the things, and, and I was, like, yeah, like, that's how all this feels to me, like, right now, the, the thing that I'm wanting to manifest the most is a house for Carver and I to buy and live in. That is a desire that I want. And even as I say that out loud right now, I feel the resistance in my body, which just shows me the work that I have to do. Like, oh, like, here are all the reasons why you can't buy a house. Like, my mind has so many reasons why I can't buy a house right now. Um, and I'm sure if you're listening to this and you live in the United States, or maybe even not in the United States, you uh, would be able to understand why my mind has all the evidence for why I can't buy the house or have the house, whatever it is. Like, I think that, like, I desire to just have a space of my own because I've now been living with roommates for over a year and I'm done. Carver has been living with roommates for three or four years. And I don't actually, now that I think about it, I don't think Carver is 35, I believe, 35, and has never lived without roommates because he's always lived on the West Coast and rent has always been ridiculously high on the West Coast. And so he's never been able to afford a place of his own. Whereas I've been able to afford a place of my own back when I was living in Indiana. And at this point in my life, I'm like, yep, I'm gonna need that again. Even if it's renting, if it's buying, it's buying, if it's renting, it's renting, whatever it is, that is what I'm desiring. And like, I feel like I'm ready for it. I am ready to allow myself to just want it and process and let go of all the resistance that comes up around it, which is really all of this stuff that's all that that is needed. It is just, what do I really, really want? What do I want? I want privacy. I want to feel like I can fucking chill out. I want to feel like no one is touching my stuff. Like, my things aren't going missing because my roommates left a bowl in their room for four days. I want to come home to a clean, a clean kitchen because I left it clean when I left the house. Like, I, I want to walk to the bathroom in the middle of the night without putting clothes on. I want to go watch TV in my underwear. <laughs> like, I want privacy that is what I'm desiring. And I want Carver to be in on that privacy with me. I want it to be our house, our, I want us to to start building the foundation of our lives together, which I'm seeing the clear evidence of it because he is moving into my house in just a couple and like just a month about, which is crazy. Um, and like that is, that's my biggest desire right now. Like I said, that's my biggest desire right now is to just be able to have a place of my own. And so by September, I am hoping to be living in my own house without needing financial assistance, without needing to worry about how much it costs and knowing that it's private. (laughs) That's the biggest thing, privacy. So that's what I'm going to be working on manifesting. That's what I'm working on manifesting right now. And like I said, I feel like the way that I'm feeling, the things that I'm allowing myself to desire, it feels like they're all helping me move in that direction. I've noticed that like when you let yourself really desire something, like really desire something, it's like it unlocks the door for other things to come into your awareness and to be desired as well. That was sort of like 
a realization I was having yesterday when I was having this desire to have some sort of something with Jess Lively. I was just like, I feel like this is like stemming from something else. Like I'm desiring this because I'm desiring that. And like, this is going to help me get that. You know what I mean? Like one piece at a time, one piece at a time, one piece at a time, even if you don't know how they're connected or if they're connected and like all the things. Um, This is the last thing that I'll say and then I'll stop because I'm at about an hour now. That's a long podcast. But anyway, the last thing that I'll say is when doing the inner voice work, and I have an overwhelming amount of evidence of this at this point, when you really invest in doing the work and you really invest in living your life this way, your desires are going to come up and your mind is going to ask, like, how do you ever expect for us to get something like that or to do something like that? There's no way. How, though? The mind is always going to want to go back to the how. Like, how do you think that's going to happen? You're fucking crazy. But when you're, when you're letting go, when you let go of the how of it all and you just allow yourself to want what you want and take each step intuitively along the way without needing to worry about how it's going to unfold, you're going to end up at that goal at the end of it. And you're going to be asking yourself, how the hell did I even do that? Like, how, how did that happen? And it's not going to make sense. And it doesn't have to. And until next time, quiet the mind, listen within, and always follow the joy 